Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols and the film that turned you on to them. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelly Brooks. And man, oh man, (laughs) do we have a legendary guest Mm. today, Mm. a comedian and co-host of the podcast Loud About Nothing, certified by former guest Sebastian Canelli as a cute boy. Robbie Nunes, everyone. What's going on? Oh. Come on. One more time. Uh, oh, one more. Oh. oh, yeah. There we go. Very oh, good. There we go. Very good. Oh, the children are so happy. <laughs> oh, very big fans they are. Thank you. They're going to love this episode, the children. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you did pick a children's movie. I took movie, the children's movie. Fair. I know, cute boy. I'm really like fitting <laughs> I'm really fitting into my own little narrative pretty well. Yeah. We're kind of concerned created. about I this. Know. A little strange. I know. I'm concerned, too. Maybe that's what we're here to do is unpack this concern. Um, no. Because it's been on my mind for a few months. But Ooh, for, uh, Wait, a few months? Not, like, years? <laughs> uh, I guess I've, it's become mm-hmm. back to my attention uh, what we're going to end up talking about today of, like, why was I so obsessed with this? <laughs> Um, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Trying to, I guess, discover more things about myself and in that looking deeply back within myself. And I extremely, I don't know if we're going to, I don't want to spoil what we're going to talk about. Yeah. But who are we um, talking about? 
tell, yeah, tell us who we're yeah, talking speaking about. Speaking of, like, extremely, like, extremely goofy movie, a movie that I've seen hundreds of times, and it's its main character, Maxi, Max, Maxi, <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, did I want to be him? And was I successful <laughs> in becoming him? And what was it? What was it about him that I I thought was so attractive and that I I wanted to embody? And this has just been something. Like on the Disney Plus app, I'm like, it's there. And I've been mm-hmm. almost afraid. I've been almost afraid to watch it to see what I would find. <laughs> so I'm like so excited to be doing this and, and, and talking about this. Yeah, this movie well, and, and, and what makes him attractive to me. Listen, this is a topic that has come up very frequently on this show. Of okay. like, so do wild. you want, are you attracted or do you want to be them? And we will uh, definitely get into that yes. uh, shortly. But uh, Michael, for anyone who has not seen an extremely goofy movie from 2000, directed by Douglas McCarthy, could you give them a little synopsis? Absolutely. Max is college bound with his friends and finally free of his embarrassing father as he strives to be a top contender for the X Games. Unfortunately, Goofy loses his job and learns that he cannot get another job without a college degree. To his son's chagrin, Goofy decides to join him in his campus to get that degree. Unfortunately, things do not go according to plan, as events put this father-son relationship to the test. Oh, thank you so much. Also, can you give us your take? Okay, so um, within the Black community, we have taken to uh, the Goofy franchise, mm-hmm. um, starting with the original uh, Goofy movie. And so um, as a young child, I've always just assumed certain cartoon characters like Goofy <laughs> are black. Um, there's other cartoons where there's like the black character in the weird anthropomorphized world, but um this is something if you like look into the memes, um, this is just something that uh, we feel. And so I see the extremely goofy movie as the story of a working class African-American single father who is exploited by his employer and uh, underappreciated by his son. Then one day he's fired by his boss and without a college degree, he struggles to find a new job because the system does not value black men without the right paperwork. Bullshit. Goofy mm. attends college with his son, who's being exploited by a racist athletic program, and tries to teach his son about pride, integrity, and self-determination. Mm. That did is you guys? Beautiful. I love that. Did you guys you also pick up on the many racial themes of yeah, this Robbie? Movie? As a white man. What do you have to say? I was going to say, I I don't know if I was picking up necessarily on racial <laughs> things, but I did think it was interesting, the job that they made. Like, they found a way to make the job seem still goofy, but, like, yeah. very, <laughs> yeah. like, exploitative. And, like, yeah. all right, he's doing, he's making toys, which is yeah. a goofy thing to do, <laughs> but in the most, like, boring, like, soulless, like, sad way. And it's I was a like, terrible wow, they, they did... <laughs> a good job of capturing the soullessness without like, cause Goofy would never sign up to do something that he didn't somewhat believe in his heart. And you could say, right. Oh, I do want to make toys. I love making people happy. This is like, 
But this is probably the saddest way to make people happy would be making toys <laughs> on an assembly line. And he's so beautiful. And yeah, um, I, I did pick up on that. And I was like, it, it was a, a good move, I guess, by them and doing that and really encapsulating that. But it is capitalism is soul crushing. And mm-hmm. they, they, <laughs> they showed that in 2000 before that. It was as hot of a theme, I would say. It's it's a deep it's a deep film. Um, yeah, it is a deep film. It's a deep. I film. would say that it is a deep film. This it's, is profound cinema. I, in a lot of ways, I was happy that it aged pretty well. Oh it yeah, aged, it, aged it really aged well. pretty pretty much perfectly. Yeah, ages well. I was pretty happy because I'd seen it so many times. A lot of things that I've seen a lot of times do not age well. I I was watching this through so Michael was talking about like well you know this is like a traditionally like black movie and I was like watching it through that lens and I was like man every villain in this movie is like a big jawed like wasp coated like horrible uh, yeah, like yeah, neo nazi yeah. yes yeah <laughs> bradley yeah they gave great names for the villains i mean they do yeah. a good job of of encapsulating douchey white people on college campus <laughs> i feel like goofy um the goofy franchise the goofy film cycle if you will yes, uh, yes. Yeah. has been uh on the dome, just in the zeitgeist. Um, recently, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Atlanta did an episode that was kind of a mock, a mockumentary about the making of the Goofy movie, um, and they kind <laughs> really? of, exp- yeah, it's it's a really good episode. Um, definitely one of the better ones of season four, and they uh, they basically explore the meme, the meme <laughs> that is out there of. Um, uh, goofy within the black community um and so because of that episode i actually ended up watching the regular goofy the first goofy movie and <laughs> um i was taken aback by how like uh sexy they draw all of the the cartoon characters um Oof. like there's like cleavage and shit like and so i was assuming when you said goofy movie like i was looking through my emails i just saw like Oh, Goofy movie. I was like, oh, he's talking about the Goofy movie. I just watched that. Um, Lo and behold, uh, you were talking about extremely Goofy movie. So now I've watched the whole uh, Goofy franchise over the past two weeks. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, Goofy's just on my mind. And uh, I've been thinking a lot about uh, the sexy cartoon dogs. Um, Yeah. I think someone told me that it's like somebody told me I had, like, Pete Davidson and meets Max from Goofy Energy, I think. And I was like, I don't know really what that means, but I watched the Extremely Goofy movie hundreds of times, and I really was, like, enamored by it. And I was like, did I, in some ways, pick up his manner? I was, yeah, I was, like, afraid to watch it to be like, to uncover things about myself. Oh, my They're God. good things, though. I, no, I, definitely, yeah, yeah. I definitely see that. Like, Pete Davidson, Max... Uh, little, mm. a little Michael J. Fox, perhaps. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I see them. And I think good guys. Yeah. yeah. I thought Max. I mean, upon watching it, I did think he was kind of annoying. Yeah. A lot of it, which also I've grown up, and I also think myself in college was kind of annoying. <laughs> so maybe there was some of that. But it is like, it's like embrace your goofy side, like your goofy, like. Oh, I'm such a goof. Like it's just like embrace the goofy side of yourself 
I think that's yeah. kind of what the message is. And like, even in my own life, like after I graduated college and I was, I, then I started taking improv. I started like working a corporate job and I was like, I hate this. This is it miserable. Sucks. And I like, oh. you do always kind of want to embrace, I feel like that goofy side of you. And it's like goofy yeah. kind of is, is a stand in for, for that message, I would say. I mean, Goofy is so fucking incredible. <laughs> I love he him. Really, he's a good he's guy. Met, he's such a good guy. He, like, is really talented. <laughs> he's yes. so, like, thought, he's, like, finding out in the moment, just, like, cr creating these athletic maneuvers that I'm, like, how did he even think to do this? Oh, my and God. And he's, like, so good on his feet. I mean, that was really the takeaway from this movie to me is, like, I should be, I should be more, like, goofy, but that is the takeaway of the movie. Yes. In general, <laughs> I was just, like, Max is so cool. He wins the tournament. Oh, my nah. God. I guess as a kid. As a kid, once you get older, you start thinking like, man, Goofy's life, like, it's really difficult. And all he does, everything he does is like for his son. He just wants yes. his, he just wants Max to be. And I think that's part of why, like, I project so much of my own father-son relationship mm -hmm. on this, in this movie. I'm like, oh, like, my dad knows how hard it was growing up, like, within, <laughs> within our community. He just wants me to be good. And it's, it's yeah. like. I think he's so embarrassing and makes fun of me so much. I, I make fun of him so much, but, um, you know, it's coming from a place of like, oh, God, like, if, oh, Michael, you're going to make me cry. I but I would say it's so, I mean, it is sad. The ending is beautiful and like, the ending is beautiful. Yeah. I'm glad for sure. <laughs> I almost cried this morning and I was like, I can't cry. Oh, it's different right as an adult. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I wasn't like, this is my relationship with my father, I would say. Like, that's not a particularly goofy man. <laughs> this isn't really. Cool I, went, man, I went to college. He had no interest in coming. <laughs> like, he was very much like, yeah, you're going to go to college. That's going to be your thing. It's cool. Like, yeah, sure. If I need anything, I can call him. But it wasn't like, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah. It just, I wasn't like seeing myself, my relationship with my father, which is what the movie is about. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. And I wasn't seeing that. I was just like, college seems really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I didn't. I I did join a frat when I was in college, which Wait. is what it is. I I regret. Doing I was how was that? I how, how yeah. Was, go was, on. Was it like the like dog guy who like came up to Max, being like, "Hey, you're gonna no, skateboarding." I, I was. It is like that. It is worse than that. <laughs> I will oh, say. No. People, no. you go, you show up to my college fresh, uh, freshman year. There was two towers that everybody lived in these like ten story buildings. It was two seventeen hundred kids all living in the same building, all in the same grade, uh, <laughs> and all of the frats moved the people in, so they are not getting out of their cars. And everybody's in a uniform, like in a, a t-shirt. Everybody gets shirts made for that day, and it's very much like. Yeah, the recruiting for these frats and sororities literally starts as soon as they open the door to unpack anything. So that, I would say, is not an exaggeration at all. I will say I like for I joined like the underdog, frat, which oh, nice. maybe it was like part of this uh, movie. I'm like, nice. yeah, I didn't join the cool rat or like it was Thank we God. made it cool we like tried to make it cool but it wasn't like the douchey frat. it was like the local one that had been at my, only at my college like we're not a national like it was like they had been at tcnj for 90 years it used to oh. have a boat and an island that they made and it was like that kind of narrative which i am like oh did i subconsciously do that because extremely goofy movie taught me that the cool <laughs> frats are bad 
so I don't know. Like I wasn't look. Yeah, that that character. I think his name is Bradley. I forget the full name of Bradley the, Uppercrust. The oh wait, I wrote it down. It was it <laughs> Bradley was insane. Uppercrust. Yes, yeah, Bradley, Bradley Uppercrust. Uppercrust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, a white boy name. Yeah. God. <laughs> That's so fucking but funny. That, I I don't know. I, yeah, but it is like that. I would say that that stuff is wild. I remember also the first time I walked into uh, what was called like the Rat, I guess, at my school, which yeah. is like the Rat was a bar. It was like a bar in the student center, and <laughs> thinking it was like that scene where the woman's doing slam poetry, and I was like, oh yeah, weirdly very no, excited man. at college to like see slam poetry and shit. Because I was like, that's what college is: Eat pizza, <laughs> whatever you want, seeing slam poetry and weird competitions <laughs> between oh rats, which okay. all things I like indulged oh, in a lot man. at college. Like weird, we had like a Greek week, which was a lo- week long weird competition between all of the frats and sororities, and I was super into it to the point I hosted it one year, loved it. So, I mean, yeah, that, it definitely made me excited to go to college. This movie. <laughs> but before we get further into the movie, uh, we like to, you know, get a little warmed up, a little. Uh, Oh, yes. A little slicked up with a thing Uh you like to call the sexy trivia game. Mm. Oh, boy. Michael, you want to start us off? Oh, yeah. Hello, dear listener. Why don't you just sit down, get yourself real slick for some movie trivia, starting with number A. During the breakfast scene before Max leaves for college, there is a teapot on the table that is met, meant as a nod to Mrs. Potts from Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Oh boy. Oh man. That's hot. I love that teapot. That is hot. Ooh, oh, Robbie, boy. do you want to take number B? Number B. <laughs> There's also. A white coffee mug with a Mickey Mouse head on it, sitting <gasps> on the dining room table right before oh, Max man. leaves for college. Right, right before he leaves for college. However, it's partially obscured by the muffin basket Damn. and and the f- fruit, the fruit bowl, fruit bowl right in front of it. Oh damn! Oof. Oh. Thank you, Robbie. It's like a still life. Oh, and a final piece of trivia. When Max and his friends are driving to college, again, (laughs) mixed up, they mention the roads, Louie and Huey, with Max asking, Louie, Huey, Dewey? What are you talking about? This is, of course, a reference to the trio of Donald Duck's nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh my oh. God. Oh. DuckTales? Woohoo. Oh. 
pretty good, huh? I did all Disney trivia because I am a uh, enthusiastic Dang, I, listener. I love that last of, piece of trivia. Or of loud about nothing. Yeah. And I know that Robbie is a Disney adult. <laughs> I what? I don't know if I am. I mean, to What's what? Up, I <laughs> You don't have to defend yourself at all, man. I'm happy to see you. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm not annoying about it. I think, I hope, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I've <laughs> found myself in Disney World a lot of times. Uh, somebody. You found yourself. I say it's by chance. It's by chance. But it is, it's like. I've found myself in Disney probably every year since I graduated college for some way or another, but there I have, I have an excuse for all of them. They're all, I got excuses. Uh, What are your top three excuses? Mm -hmm. Well, one isn't that fun, but I swear it's fine because my cousin is now fine, but my cousin went for make a wish. So I went to go with him. I went, my friend worked there for like years and would get free tickets to go. And he like worked in, I would not have to wait in line and he would be like, come yeah. visit me. So then he worked there and like, mm-hmm. uh, like ran a, a, a portion of the park. That was one, one, my, like last year during, I guess like late 2021, I was living at my grandma's house on Staten Island and my parents were like, our really good friends have a hotel room in Disney for a week. That's going to sit vacant in two weeks. And I'm like, if I I don't have to owe anybody anything and I could just go to Disney World and sit in a five-star resort with a pool instead of my grandma's basement on Staten Island for a week. Rules. Why would I not? I was just, I was like, at first I was like, I'm not going to go because I don't want to use somebody else's room you know what i mean they're like it is yeah. literally gonna sit vacant it's our close friends they've like we go out to di- whatever it will be totally fine you don't have to feel like you owe anyone anything and i was like all right i guess i'll go to disney for a week and yes you were and smart I, so like that i guess would say is four or five of the times one time i was in la and like People wanted to go to Disneyland. I'm not gonna say no. Like, what are we talking? I like the parks. I'm not opposed. Like, I've the rides been, are fun. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't go 2020, obviously, but I, I've been to Disney. Yeah, 20, 2015, 16, honest, 17, 18, and 21. So I've been a lot. But I don't Ugh. plan to go a lot, and I, I, so I'm like, I don't know if I'm a Disney adult. Like, I don't watch the Marvel movies. I haven't seen Frozen, so it's like hard. I can't like talk shop with with the best. But I did grow. I was a Disney kid for sure. I grew up Disney. I mean, I wow. seen an extremely goofy movie hundreds of times. When I rewatched it, I pretty much knew all of the words. I think I like extra cheese pizza for a while because of this movie. Like, I bottled a lot of things off of the, like. Disney stuff. I wasn't allowed to watch the like, PG thirteen movies until I was like pretty much thirteen. So all of my childhood okay. was just a lot of like, yeah, cartoons. PG. What's what are PG or G movies? Disney movies. So like, yeah, I I, I guess I'm a Disney adult in, in a lot of ways, but I don't I'm not I don't know. I don't have a season pad. I'm not like going all the time. I don't I, I gotta accept it. I need to just <laughs> come to terms with it. I'm sorry, but well, this is a big question because I got a little 
scolded by Michael oh, cool. when I said, like, I had not seen a lot of Disney sequels. Are you someone who has seen a lot of the Disney sequels? Pa- I would say, like, what are some of the Disney sequels that you're talking I'm about? I'm so glad you asked. Michael, um, so there's <laughs> Aladdin. There's Aladdin, Return of Jafar. There's Aladdin and the I've seen King Return of, of Jafar. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen that. I've seen like Lion King one and a half. I think they made yes, like, Lion King one and a half. Oh. Yeah, um, direct. I've seen the direct to VG, VHS. Yeah, the movie. direct to VHS oh, is uh, Beauty and <laughs> the yeah. Beast, Enchanted Christmas is is yes. one of my favorites. Yes. Oh, the uh, the Mickey. Oh, are you? I mean, it sounds like you might be a little bit of a Disney adult. I'm a bit of a Disney yeah, adult, a my friend. Yeah, it's it's nice to be. It's it's nice to to be yeah. around company. It's nice to you know. <laughs> Not be ashamed I, of it for once. It is. That's why the Disney Plus app is scary because it's like it you is can scary. Confront. It's all there. It's all there, and it's Look, like you could really confront a lot of things about your childhood. A lot of things. You're just. It's all there. I go. I go deep into a Disney black hole sometimes. Yeah. I'll be watching shit from the 30s. I'll be watching. Yeah, like, I've done that too. Pinocchio. Like when Halloween Damn. just passed, I watched. Uh, I think it's called like. Grinning ghosts or some shit like that. Um, it's like Goofy, the gang. Uh, they get haunted by some ghosts. Look, yeah, I like Disney, and I, I, uh, a lot, of, lot of good memories. Yeah, that's what it is. That's a lot of good. Like the you talk about like the Disney and Christmas. Yeah, you know. The have you seen like the the Mickey Chronicles where they do like the gift of the Magi? They do like all of the old stories. No, the I, map. I, uh, there's a good like a Mickey, I think, where I think Goofy might get one. I forget, but there's a good uh, Disney Christmas short stories. Oh, I gotta, gotta check, check that. Out. If you like the Enchanted, yeah, yeah, it's in the same genre as that Beauty and the Beast Enchanted. Uh, when Disney Christmas does Christmas special. stuff, I'm. Disney does Christmas at McDonald's. I'll lose my mind. <laughs> well, this is like, I mean, Sebastian is a my the co-host of Lab About Nothing, who's been a guest on this podcast. He's like a big Christmas person, and I'm like, we well, are Christmas adults and Disney adults are a fine line of the same person. <laughs> like we're addicted to the same drug. We are like we most Christmas most Disney adults are Christmas adults. Most Christmas adults, I would say, maybe it's a little less translatable the other way. But if you or have you had access to Disney as a child, yeah. I would say then you're and you're a Christmas adult. You're probably also a Disney adult. And it's not um, even a choice. Like I, no. my parents are Christmas. We're Christmas people and Disney people, and so I had no choice but to just accept. You know, this yeah. is how I mean, we there do are, things. There are worse things, I would say. There are way worse things. Yeah. <laughs> and very famously, like people are very horny for the Robin Hood fox. Okay, yes. yes. What was the first Disney character? animated character that like got you guys horny. I gotta put myself on mute for a bit. <laughs> the first Disney The first Disney character that you were like wow 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 I don't I don't know. I guess like the kisses would make me like the princesses kissing. Like at the end Ooh. of the movie when there's the kiss. Because it's like it's like a yeah. release. The whole it's a lot of these Disney movies is just mm-hmm. building tension the entire thing. Because they only really mm-hmm. could get one kiss in, I think, right? To the, yeah. Or it's too yeah. sexy. Yeah. So it's like you watch the whole thing, and in the end, they kiss, and you're like <laughs> all horned up. Ugh. Like at the end, of, I guess. I mean, that's 
like I I watched Aladdin a lot. That was yes. probably like of the princess oh, movies. Oh, Jasmine. Oh, of the princess oh. movies, Aladdin is like. But even yeah. when like okay. I'm pretty sure Woody and Bo Peep kiss at one point, it's like oh yeah, that oh. is like it's just like getting that even like. The Lion King. I watched the Lion King. Was like I would say, Toy Story, Aladdin, yeah. Lion King were probably like my big yeah. three of what I watched a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, The Little Mermaid. Love, love Little Mermaid. Love The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. She's. I mean, mm-hmm. they make. I guess attractive. They make attractive characters. Yeah. They make attractive. Yeah. They know. They know what they're doing to make the people want to watch. Because even yeah, yeah, yeah. Nala in the Lion King is Nala amazing. in the Lion King. Yes. When they do the yeah. kissing, the like ice. when they do that, it's so horny. And you're like, what the fuck? How am I attracted Everyone to a lion? Everyone loves Nala Everyone in the Lion King. Nala. I want to know, like, what? So, what is the commonality? Like, why is like this like lion? It's her eyes. It's her know? very suggestive eyes. Yeah. They, they're, it's That's very good. clear that this is yeah. sexual. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's tension because yeah. the te- they don't fuck like ki- like humans, mm. so it's like and they don't kiss like humans, so it's like the tension yes. of like not seeing the horniness manifest in the way that we all are able to release it is like there's something I feel like horny about it. So it was hard for me to watch this because the whole time I was comparing it to the first one, which I just watched very recently. So um, I feel like I've had this feeling before, like as a child watching an extremely goofy movie and being like where are the songs where are the cool songs (laughs) um i mean they do play like uh a lot of good music in this one um but yeah um yeah i I mean i overall had a good time and i think i was way more invested in uh goofy's story arc upon this watch um with max as a character i was trying to understand like what's uh what makes him likable because he's so rude to his dad and it, it bums yeah. me out i know <laughs> me too so mean <laughs> that's what I, I was trying to do too i was like what the fuck why did i like this <laughs> skateboarding biking and rollerblading was cool for a very brief period of time in the exact period of time where it should be cool for me and i think that is like oh i've been watching like toy story aladdin and like this i'm still like 11 or 12 at this point not able to watch like austin powers like everybody else and like oh this is the coolest thing i could watch <laughs> because people, oh, I go to school. Skateboarding's cool, and like skateboarding and Austin Powers are cool. And it's like I can't see Austin Powers, but I can watch extremely goofy movie. And this guy Max would probably be cool at school. So like maybe that I don't know because I was trying to understand this as well. And I think it's the the biking, the rollerblading. The I also think his friends are are cool too. His, his friends are friends. Great. His it's friends an ideal are great. friend group. For sure, yes. love his friends. <laughs> his Oof. friends are better than him, I would say, and they, I, I, they all combined, I would say, to me, be, me being like, oh, that's a cool group of friends. That's like what I would want. You know college. what? Like, oh, that I think that's the part that like kind of also sours it a bit uh, for me is like thinking back to when I was a kid watching this movie. I was homeschooled, so like. I didn't have friends. <laughs> like, and I was just kind of like, this is dumb. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I've, I've always been, I feel like I, there's like a weird 
I guess, envy that I that I have and re-experience when I watch an extremely goofy movie. Um, I don't know. I also see the things in Max that I'm like, God, gotta be nicer to your dad. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And even his, he takes his friends for granted a little bit. And like his friends, he, he brings the least to the table out of his friends. He's just like maybe a little bit better at these extreme sports to them. I don't even know if I'm willing to give him that, but his one friend's like super funny. His other friend who's like introspective and, and connects with the slam poet and like oh, yeah. they're there for him. And like, <laughs> and then his other friend's just like the goofier. I would say, I forget Bobby, I think was his name. Hey, Bobby, or something. Uh, The guy who rollerblades. Like he's funny. He's yeah. funnier than Max. <laughs> you're goofy's kid and you're the least funny person in your friend. Yeah. Like have a sense of humor. God. Yeah. Yeah. He- doesn't really have that at all max but i i don't know what I, I guess there is something attractive about that of like yeah with that weird relationship and like you can like it gets better and like oh he, he learns to love his dad and like people like he's got an arc yeah people mm-hmm. like that people like that yeah all right you got the cool family and you're i don't know i don't he also has because pete davidson is like single mind <laughs> he has similar things to pete in a way is there a difference, do you think, in like what you think is like attractive in like a guy versus like a girl? I don't know. I guess to? I was more like I watched it so many times and like almost wanted to model the way I well because I clearly thought he was attractive to the way of like oh I like almost not looked up to but I was I wanted to do things he did because I was like that's what attractive is. Um, I also don't feel like I have a ton like i could fall in love i guess while watching a movie like any rom-com i'm falling in love because that's yeah. the point of the movie is to get you to fall in love throughout the movie but i don't like celebrity i don't know if i really have like a lot of celebrity crushes because i'm just i don't know what is this i'm just i don't know it's hard for yeah. me to i gotta focus on my own crushes my own <laughs> like it's hard for me to get involved but then now so cele- it's like all right whatever but so i guess i don't know it's because a lot of me what's attractive is like in real life i would say like what is the person or whatever but i did think i'm like oh that i will watch movies with guys and i will be like oh that is that's what attractive is like that not now that i do that now but i feel like i would like sometimes i'm like do i just behave how guys in rom-coms behave (laughs) like like, is that what i think is like what you're like i'm like how did i form this personality or like how do you form a way that you like what you're doing with like how you talk to to people that you find attractive or how you want them to perceive you and stuff like that and it's like where does this come from dude i don't know we all like learn it somewhere do you learn it in high school do you learn it in middle school do you learn it like (sighs) from media and it's just like this is like i think an early thing of like oh this is what i find mm. attractive this is what i want people to view me as like that's what's cool that's what's attractive which is mad again i should have just been watching awesome powers and quoting dr <laughs> evil Yo. like everybody else in middle school but that just wasn't the case that i was allowed to yeah oh my god but, it's so, but it's so funny you said like that you don't do it now but like d- do you not now like look at you know movies and popular culture and like see guys that you think are like modeling like the kind of guy that you want to be because like i do that all the time with like the women that i want to be you know uh i would say not as much because i'm not i don't know i also like i haven't gone to the movies in over a year i used to always love going to movies (laughs) and i'm just like i don't know i haven't 
I, I guess do it even as like compelled people like TikTok. to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I would say probably not as much now. I like insane people more <laughs> like i like judy gemstone i think i mean i'm attracted to judy gemstone but i'm not like i want to be like her yeah, or like yeah. that isn't that isn't a healthy relationship but it's in wild like jesse Ooh. gemstone is insane baby bill like all those characters i love i love that that's one of my favorite tv shows that it's like i need a heightened reality i think or like yeah. so absurd and funny like things that are close to real life now i'm almost not as interested and watching because I'm just like, I, I got to a point. I watched 40 movies in 40 days at one point oh, in the pandemic, cool. and I was like, it's getting really. I don't know if it was just because I watched so many movies in consecutive days, but I was like, mm -hmm. it's getting so hard for me to watch these movies and care about the stakes of a mm -hmm. of any of these characters. I've been fucking in my room yeah. with no light in the COVID <laughs> for fucking forever at this point. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't, don't care about Memento. Like, yeah. I remember yeah. Memento was the last Yo. movie I watched of 40 days of watching movies. And I'm just like, I don't care enough to yeah. fucking watch this unfold backwards. <laughs> like, I don't care if they die. I don't care. Like, people are dying so much now. And like, it was sad. I mean, not to get like wildly, yeah. I don't know, depressing, no, but Please. I was just just like i just don't care about people in movies anymore <laughs> oh, that's so real. kind of yeah and i'm like if i'm gonna care about like i care about jesse gemstone because they're the shit they do is insane and he's like mm -hmm. has an army of guys with nunchucks that he shows up to somebody's house they do a planned dance routine i'm like yeah that's i'll care about that but a lot of other things that or especially when people like it's harder for me to i guess watch dramas like i did just yeah. watch uh the house of the dragon which i thought was pretty mm -hmm. cool but yeah, there's fucking dragons. It's wild. It's like yeah. that's the level of like almost absurdity that I have to to emotionally invest in mm -hmm. things that aren't in the real world. I'm mean, so emotionally invested in so much stuff that's happening in the world. And it's like, I'm sorry, I just can't care about uh, these things that are playing somewhat similar to reality. Like I'm, I used to love to watch a movie about two people falling in love in New York City. Like, I don't know, friends with benefit, like those types of like, yeah movies and it's just like nah it's too close to maybe my life and like maybe my life would probably be yeah. somewhat more exciting than some of these movies yeah. so it's like all right i don't care as much i guess about that stuff uh as i did when i was it was i didn't have access to it yeah you're like I mean, 12 like, 13 years old do you find i mean because this is something that i find myself that i've got a very like a strong separation between like what I find sexually, you know, erotically interesting in terms of like what's like imaginary and what's real. Like, you know, I, I, I love kind of like crazy things, you know, erotically, but like I, when it comes to like who I'm dating, it's like, I just want like a nice person, you know? <laughs> I know. I would say, yeah, it's hard. I love crazy people in real yeah. life and in media. And it's hard oh. to, like, I like someone who's just, like, making shit up all the time. Yeah. Like, constantly playing a character. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. I like people that are a little bit wild. And I yeah. find that entertaining in real life. But it's like, yeah, in media, it's a controlled setting. Like, this mm. is a writer who's writing a point of view. In real life, these, they don't it doesn't disappear it's not like some right. big person who wrote this and this story all unfolds it's like right. oh that person probably needs to go to therapy and unpack yeah. some stuff yeah. and <laughs> yeah. like and i'm finding that yeah throughout my life it's like oh maybe, maybe you have to distance yourself 
from people that you're like, oh, I was attracted to. Even as a friend, I would say more like guys that I was like friends with. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I liked, I thought they were funny, but they were just wild. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh, you need to make, you like start to make that distinction. I think it's like, oh, which is sad because that's fun. Like wild, crazy, and that stuff is right. like fun sexually. I don't know. I'm not too crazy sexually. Yeah. I, I'll have like, sometimes I'll be like, yeah, it would be fun to hook up in the public or this or that or do yeah. crazy yeah. stuff. It's like, I kind of need somebody else to, I would say, take the reins on that for me because I'm not, yeah. I feel weird pitching weird, like stuff yeah. out yeah. of the normal. So I'm yeah. like, if somebody else came in and they were like, this is what we're going to do and xyz i would be like all right yeah that mm-hmm. sounds fun like i would love that but i'm not gonna be the one i think that's mm-hmm. pitching anything too out of the norm which is sad yeah. because but as i don't have the imagination i guess <laughs> i don't know that's just not where my creativity yeah. is it's also fine yeah. yeah 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 i think it's even just like dealing with like people's like baggage you know it was like in theory it's like fun and then you like get into it in real life you're like oh oops <laughs> Yeah, it's very real. Yeah. Yeah. God, I used to date like so many people with like uh just a lot of shit going on, like drama. And <laughs> I used to be like, this is what I like. Uh there's stuff for me to do and I can help and you know, um cuz like I don't know. I I it's a conversation for another day. But um <laughs> I like start over the pandemic. I was like, let me reduce this like equation that I've created for myself. It's like, what if you just like date slash hook up with people who like genuinely like you and uh, don't like test you to be cool or anything like that or put you through like, uh, you know, fucking make you jump through flaming hoops. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm actually good without like all the extra drama and shit like that. Like, Cause that's really all it, it was and that I was kind of looking for in the past. Um, and now I'm like, Oh, it's nice to be liked and loved. Oh, simple, yeah. just the best. <laughs> simple, just simple, straightforward. Like, Hey, are you hungry? That it means so much more to me than like anything. It's like, are you tired right now? Like asking me that question is just like, Oh my God. Yeah, it's the, it's best the best thing the in best. the world to be. Yes. I'm kind of realizing that too. Yeah. I went years, I would say, without dating at all. And I dated someone this year for like very briefly. And I was like, oh, yeah, it feels really nice when yeah. somebody cares about you. It's good. Which yeah. you don't really remember, I guess. Yeah, it's easy to forget I, that feeling. <laughs> I had like a, a thought during the pandemic of like, it's like, what happens if I like stop breathing in my sleep? Like, what's like. Oh. And it's not like something that like that's not um, like you don't need to be with someone. You don't need to be in a relationship to have someone give a shit. But just asking that question um, was like, oh, fuck, like next time I date someone, next time I like put romantic like love energy into something, definitely got to make sure they're like actually care about like whether or not um, uh breathing <laughs> yeah in my sleep which isn't sexy yeah <laughs> you know the sexy stuff is the people who uh, no it's it that yeah. it is sexy that's the thing is like yeah. learning that that is sexier yeah. than like the person doesn't give a shit about you but you just have good sex and it's like but also yeah that's, yeah, that's also sexy that's, that's also very yeah. sexy yeah. it's like uh, yeah. you stop breathing in your sleep i didn't do shit 
<laughs> I lit a cigarette. <laughs> and I guess like related to like what we were talking about earlier is like, do you find that like what you find sexy in movies is the same that you find sexy in real life? Or is there like a difference there? I think I'm I would say I'm probably yeah, trying to unlearn that movies teach mm. me anything that yeah. is good Same. to actually bring like you got to apply it to your own instances in your own life and like yeah. each person that's the other thing is like now that I'm, I'm more like in the entertainment world it's like oh these are just writers mm. yeah. that wrote their idea of what a relationship is supposed to be or like and a lot of times they're not you don't know what they're like we don't get a relationship history of the writers of all these rom we should you don't know like we're not no you know i mean it's like oh this could be written by some loser who got yeah. didn't has no romantic energy at all in high school and they're just like trying to like make the underdog seem cool or like there's always like in rom-coms it's like the nerdy whatever guy gets right. the most beautiful girl in the world and half the time you're like is this just like his fantasy of some yeah. dude who wrote this yeah. and i'm like trying to unlearn i think that stuff because i'm like all right who created this idea this isn't Oof. drew barrymore who is communicating <laughs> this message this is some guy who i don't know and never knew his name but i wasn't like you're not introduced to media yeah. that way when you're like 12 years old mm -hmm. you're like oh drew barrymore is saying this in fever pitch it was like another <laughs> crush that i might have had and it's like, no, she's not. And Jimmy Fallon's some not. None guy. of these people are. It's literally it's just some, some dude whose name I don't know. Probably That's... some white guy that is like maybe creepy. And like I, it's like, all right, before I'm going to really model everything that I find attractive off of a yeah. movie, maybe I do a somewhat deeper dive into the writer's Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh, this makes I me think that. of so many things um, because you did mention uh, 500 Days of Summer. Um, oh yeah as one of your list one of your movies or like one of your uh movie crushes was in that zoe's Deschanel, right yeah 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 um but um yeah it made me think of that because the movie begins with like i think it begins with like a quote from the writer who says like it's like based on a real experience or something like that there's there's uh, it begins in a certain way where, you know, like, oh, this is based on someone's like actual romantic uh, experience. Um, and yeah, it, he is kind of writing his own experience um, in that movie, but um, he's also filtering a lot of it through like a very kind of, um, I don't know, uh, through the manic pixie dream girl that he's concept that he's trying to subvert and whatnot. Yeah, we don't see her side as much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, they, she. Yeah, it would be interesting to see the opposite point of view. I do remember, like, when I watched that movie for the first time. I would say this was when I was like full rom com. This is how love is, whatever. And <laughs> my ex girl, like the girl, this, my ex girlfriend who I was in love with at the time, was like, "Oh, this is one of my favorite movies. She wanted me to watch it. I watched the movie." And I was like, why did you make me watch it? They break up at the end. That's horrible. <laughs> I was like, are we going to break? I was like, what? I remember thinking, but then I watched it so many times. And I was like, because I almost, it, it's like the thing you can't have. I'm like, oh, does he want to break up? I don't know. I remember mm -hmm. you just watched. That's a movie you could watch so many times. I mean, not anymore. I would never, I probably, I would probably not yeah, yeah. watch it as much anymore. But like in that time period, yeah, that I remember being like, was, what am yeah. I doing wrong? What, how do I, how do we prevent this from happening? What's going on? Like, it was so cute. And then it wasn't like, what happened? How, how do I prevent that from happening? And 
but it is interesting to see yeah it's from his point of view like i'm sure he was annoying mm. <laughs> like i'm sure <laughs> there are things that ba- it wasn't just like oh she woke up one day and didn't love me the same like oh. i'm sure he was fucking <laughs> doing other things but that is his point of view so i i definitely want to know this from both of you but what are like would you say the top three movies that have uh that kind of formed your um, romantic or sexual being. And uh, these can be movies that uh, you like, or these you like, you still like now, or these can be movies that um, probably you're trying to unlearn. I guess I would, I would say there are like phases, I would say like the Max from a goofy movie is like, I, (laughs) think what I wanted to portray and like, all right, this is, but it's weird because he's not sexual in Like he's not no, necessarily yeah. overtly sexual, yeah. but it is like he has this energy on a college campus, which is a horny place. He's like he a young guy. There, and it's like, how, how do you want to be shown as a sexual person? Or like uh, when you go to college, first day of college is a, just it's a sex sexual thing it's yeah. all these people no more parents all right this is what what are we gonna do so i do think i mean i watched the movie hundreds of times so it's hard for it not to have whatever that uh impact on me i also did really like the red sox when i was a kid <laughs> and so fever pitch i was like almost modeled a little bit i was like i like the red sox more than i like any girls that's what i decided is <laughs> in 2004 i lived in like a very yankee predominant or 2003 i'll say i was 10 years old I live in like a very Yankee predominant place. And I, mm. of course, wanted to be a contrarian and not root for the Yankees, root <laughs> for the other team. Right. And they go seven games. Aaron Boone hits a home run. They lose. Everybody's like, Robbie, your team sucks. They suck. They suck. <laughs> um, I had also gone to Boston that summer, like on a family trip. And I got that was the first like sports thing I saw. And I came back with like a little hat and everything. So and then you're like met Yankee fans are just mean. If you have like a hat yeah, from they're, Boston, they're, they're just like whatever, script yelling at you. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm, I love the yeah. Yankees. I, mean, I love the Red Sox now because I came back from vacation. Everyone and then they lose in dramatic fashion. And everyone pours it on. And then the next year they win in the literally the most dramatic fashion probably ever in sports history. And then I'm like so happy. I go to school that Christmas. I get all the shit Red Sox shit. I'm like, this is well, what now? The Red Sox won 80, 19, 18 up your ass, like whatever. And I'm now 11. And then I think this fever pitch movie comes out like 13 when I'm like started to like, like be into girls. And I'm like, this is, I love the Red Sox just as much as Jimmy Fallon does in this movie. And like, I'm like, he's a teacher. I would love to be a teacher. I like saw myself with Jimmy Fallon and fever pitch a little bit, I would say bad i would literally quote i can't even go back and fucking remotely think of like the quote that he says about how you should rank the red sox above relationships and like i would say that i would almost say that quote verbatim to people and i can't even think about that because that is that is so cringy like i mean there's so much shit that i've done that's so cringy so we got max goof we got jimmy fallon and fever Finch. <laughs> Number and three. then I'm trying to think. I mean, I did I dissect 500 Days of Summer a lot to be like, what went wrong? But I wasn't like, it was the op. It was, I was like almost doing the opposite. I was like, I don't yeah. want to do it. Which you were trying to prevent things Levin. from happening. I'm like, <laughs> I need to do the opposite of him because he fucked it up. Yeah. And then even at the end, like oh. the girl, he meets the new girl, whatever, the fall or autumn. I think, yeah, yeah. One of those like seasons. Fun, which is <laughs> which is so corny. Yeah. But uh, 
even then, and she's beautiful. I was like, no, I, when you find love, you want to stick with it. And it's like, you know what? I, me and that girl ended up breaking up. And <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. Life goes on. Uh, and he was no, weird. You listen to the Smiths? I love playing like the ukulele. Yeah. Oh, you do it good. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> That's a very good Zoe D. Chanel. Um, we should have Zoe D. Chanel on the podcast one day. Um, I will say maybe though, like that friends with like there was like four or five movies like right like I was maybe in high school yeah that like maybe start Justin Timberlake Zac Efron like well that live in New yes. York and how uh, to be single like all that whole genre of like New York rom com <laughs> yeah <laughs> that are all the same exact movie that <laughs> is probably like. When I got over the fever pitch, I'm like, all right, whatever. That's kind of lame. Now I'm 18. Yeah, give me that. I live in New York City. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just in Timberlake life. I want to. I want to move to the city and do that. So that is another. But all of the shit is. I'm. I'm not. I would say none of this is like I want to be like at all. I've since had this reckoning of like good, but uh, <laughs> it's been an embarrassing. <laughs> like rise i will never forget my one friend in college told me that he watches justin timberlake interviews because of how he like holds himself and this that and the other thing and i remember like re-watching that and i'm like this is wild behavior that i now would never do but back then i was like oh yeah that's a good idea watching yeah. like interviews yeah, to see yeah. his cadence on how he like talks to media because he's charming and i'm like what that that's is what wild does. Yeah. so um I'll I'll give you mine real quick because I was homeschooled and so um I'll go through just my initial ideas of what I thought like um was attractive to other people and who I wanted to be. One was Michael Keaton as Batman, um, because I wanted to be mysterious and I wanted people to think like, oh, he's got secrets. I wanna know what's in there. Um, number two was Tarzan from Disney's Tarzan. Uh, Tarzan's um, incredible. Yeah, he's, it's, it's incredible. incredible. Incredible movie and an incredible pick. Incredible soundtrack. And yeah. he's, he's just a sexy man. Um, adjacent to that is also Brendan Fraser as George of the Jungle in uh, yeah. George of the Jungle. And then um, I'd say my last one is probably RoboCop because that was a movie mm. my dad uh, had me watch when I was like 11. <laughs> And yeah, I wanted to be a man who had his skin put on a machine yeah, yeah, against yeah. his will. I mean, RoboCop, so hot. RoboCop did everything for his family. Um, uh, and I was like, I want to be like, I want to be like that. Um, Love it. And then Delroy Lindo, the actor, um, oh. who's just, you know, I don't know. Listeners, look up Delroy Lindo. <laughs> Just because we love Del right, Lindo. Yes. Um, before we close out, we've got a little quiz. So uh, this is the college quiz. Uh, if you have the answer, say your name. Okay. Uh, I will probably keep track of the, uh, you know, the points, but we'll see. <laughs> so question number one. Animal House, featuring a performance from former crush Donald Sutherland, was directed by a man who called genius filmmaker Orson Welles to offer directing advice the day he was indicted for manslaughter. 
Who was that filmmaker? Um, Michael. Mm. I don't know this. Is it John Landis? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So John Landis called Orson Welles the day he was indicted for manslaughter because he killed Victor Morrow and several children on the set. (laughs) The Twilight Zone. Oh, (laughs) my. Twilight Zone. That's sad. (laughs) That's very sad. And, but he's got a great kid. Oh, yeah. Max Landis. <laughs> terrible, terrible man. Yeah, what a good guy. <laughs> Number two. <sighs> this bleak drama paints its tech founder, central character, as a lonely, heartless sociopath. And we eventually found he's even worse in real life. Also, it stars Jesse Eisenberg. What's the name of the movie? Robbie. I believe mm-hmm. the social network. Yes, indeed. It is wild that he ended up being worse than Jesse. I- <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh he's God. like a bigger Jesse villain. Jesse Eisenberg oh, no. is such a, does such a good job of yeah. seem like one of the most <laughs> unlikable human beings on the planet. And <laughs> at the time, you would see like Zuckerberg interviews. You'd be like, "Oh, he's like way more harmless than like Jesse oh, Eisenberg." Yeah, was like poor guy. <laughs> Boy, the, were we fucking. <laughs> Remotely, not even close to correct. Like Jesse Eisenberg like, is no, no, no. ridiculously charming compared to yeah. Wow. We love the fake, the fake guy now, and we hate Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, number three. This movie features a sorority made up of a favorite, quote unquote, Oscar winner, a big boobied actress publicly thirsted over by Drake and the ex-wife of a born-again Christian whose character was named after me. Name the film. It's about a sorority. It's got an Oscar winner and (laughs) a woman who was lusted uh, after by Drake and the ex-wife of a born-again Christian. Is all the same person, or the, these are well, all different it's people the in the movie. movie? It's the movie. Okay. I'm not. Ent- I'm and when guessing- she tried to learn the names of people, she did this. Oh no, that's not. What I, was- I was thinking no. Legally Blonde, but that's no. not. Oh come on! Come I on. I can only think is of it- Black Christmas for some reason. Why? No. <laughs> why am I no, only? Come why on. am I only thinking of Black Christmas? Who is a famous ex-wife of a very famous Christian? Very famous Christian, who was in I, Marvel movies, and we uh, all oh and oh like what him. the fuck is Anna, this movie? oh the House Bunny oh Hardy Spunny, House yeah. Bunny yes! I was thinking about yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. drink thing threw me off I didn't I know about that I was almost gonna call it Bunny Ranch but I was like that is not <laughs> it was correct Bunny Ranch I was literally because I was like it's I don't think it's Legally Blonde but I think it's the Bunny movie but Bunny Ranch yeah uh, it's not the name of the movie Bunny Ranch <laughs> is I so think close. <laughs> House Bunny. I don't think I've seen House Bunny. But I, I do. I could have done the not Reese Withers. I've never seen Legally Blonde, but I happen to potentially know almost all of the words to Legally Blonde the musical. Hilarious. Uh, oh my God. So I love Elle Woods, but not the Elle Woods that everybody Can else get knows. A little um, snippet of Oh my God, Oh my God, you guys. Uh, uh, yeah. 
Oh my god, oh my, oh my god, god, you guys. guys. This no, is not a complete Michael. surprise. And if there Wait, ever no. was a perfect couple, this one qualifies. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Oh. This is not a complete thing. I mean, I like oh, like love. so much better. Oh Ireland. God. I like I mean I like it all. I used to know the entire graduation speech. God. Do we have uh, some, Here's a part where she gives her big speech. Uh yeah, I mean I think that's just is he gay or European? I mean, I don't know. Oh my that wasn't God. one of my favorite ones, but like so much better is heavy in my rotation. Yeah, go, go, Legally blonde. Uh, is that my name up on that list? <laughs> Does someone know that I exist? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm getting a camera hey, come, shot. But no, no, come on, come on. what's the one where he's like, uh, then we spent spring break in a hot tub every night. I thought nothing else <laughs> would ever feel this right. Well, this might. Is that my name up on that list? Does someone know that I exist? Oh my god! I mean, it's incredible. I've never seen the L. I've never seen the Reese Witherspoon version. Oh, so I yeah. So me, L. Woods is Laura Bell Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> like that's who L Woods is to me, oh and yeah, god. that cast like that oh, is god. the story of Legally Blonde. To me. There's so <sighs> finally I have an episode that I can send to my younger sister <laughs> that she will be into. Oh my god! There's it's so much. Ireland, oh my god, you guys. How to love you, Ireland. Also, some like the Ireland reprise gets stuck in my head all the time. Robbie, I have Wild. I have this I have so many questions. I feel like we just we've just started now. Yeah, because, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like I know you got away. high school musical on your oh. I know you got I, I also love high school musical bro, too. Same. One of my favorite movies all of three. all time. The whole trilogy. Man. All three, to be honest. And high school musical, the musical, the series, also <laughs> a huge fan. Joshua Bassett is someone recently that he's got he's a charming guy. I must say, oh I get why there was a whole album that went platinum over mm -hmm. the breakup between him, him mm -hmm. on High School Musical, the musical, the series. He is very charming. All right. I got to check out High School Musical, musical, the series. Um, <laughs> I've, it's really corny. It's, I know it's it really is. Meta, and they really lean into how meta it is. But if you are just like. If you're if you like the original three, it's uh, it's incredible. I, Look, I mean, I love like it. I'm already drafting the email to be like, can you come back? Oh I mean, I'll be to talk about it. Hell yeah. I love high school. We got to talk about I also love Legally Blonde. Look, I, I, yes. Oof. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, I got to get my older brother in here because he also <laughs> loves High School Musical. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Getting back to the quiz. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the quiz. Oh, God. <laughs> Question number four. Podcast host Shelly Brooks saw this director on campus filming Mistress America and thought he looked very hot, even though uh, he she now thinks that he did his ex-wife, Jennifer Jason Lee, dirty. That director's name is? Michael uh, Noah Baumbach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw him filming Mistress America what? in my senior year, and he looked super fine, but unfortunately, he was not a good husband. So, away oh we go. Oh my god, I didn't think, Welcome. I didn't I didn't know about uh, the thing with Jennifer Jason. Ah, that's, that sucks. Not you a know, good look at all. It's not our business. No, no not <laughs> our business. Definitely not. <laughs> But My not a good Paul, look. And that's between Not them. a business, not a good luck. Question five. In this college movie, the main character is a drummer 
who relies on rhythm. And the actor portraying him must rely on the rhythm method as he recently gave birth to his 11th child and is expecting a 12th. Oh, uh, oof, Michael. Michael. Drumline. <laughs> oh, what's the actor's name? Oh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, he is expecting his 12th child. Oh, yes, Ooh. yes. Oh, man. I thought you meant and... in the movie. I was oh, like, wait, yeah. I, I, got, I was like, I, I, was like oh, I don't know. I definitely need to rewatch Drumline. In the, in the movie, Drumline is like, oh, God, your 12th child? Oh, now there's an idea uh, for a franchise. Yeah. Oh, we can only wish. Well, this was an absolute delight. Robbie, thank you so much for being on the show. Could you tell oh, thank us you. where listeners can find you on social media and what they should look out for in your upcoming projects? Uh, yes, absolutely. You can find me Robbie at Robbie Nunez on social media. You can also follow at Loud About Nothing for like clips of my podcast every day my podcast called loud about nothing that i do with past guest sebastian Canelli. you could find that on instagram tiktok youtube all that stuff so yeah uh check me out thank you guys so much uh, for having me on when will i have a show november 19th but i don't think this will come out before that this will come out either next week or the week after beautiful so december 16th i should have a live show at caveat Ooh, uh, love caveat so look great out venue. for that yeah definitely so and i think it's gonna be a christmas spectacular we haven't uh, fully released the details but <laughs> i believe we're doing like a holiday spectacular type show so um, we're excited about that oh, december yeah. 16th that caveat you can check that out uh yeah thank you guys so much uh for having me on this was so fun oh it's a blast and michael where can people find us you can find us at Everyone Is Hot Pod on your social media platforms. That's every number one is Hot Pod. And uh, yeah, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, then rate us five stars. And uh, if you give us less than five stars, then don't fucking bother. Don't bother. Absolutely because... not. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. We don't nobody cares about the nuance no, of a 3, no. 2, no one, 4 yes. star review. No, stop with the 4 star reviews. You're going to put us in our cares. fucking heads. <laughs> yeah, what are we what are you doing? Like why would you it's do five that? 5 or bust. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes equals 5, no equals don't rate. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. People can see if you only have 72 five star reviews, they'll know that not we know just do only five yeah you dummies come on yeah so we are, what are you doing? everyone is hot pod one as in the numeral one not ONE. rate us follow us come on it'll be good and also follow and listen to a lot about nothing because it is so good and michael what should our listeners do stay horny If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.